Welcome everyone to the Your Energy First podcast. I'm your host, Emily Marie, and it is such a pleasure to have you here today to co-create with you in this space and to talk about all things your energy. Welcome back to the podcast. It is so good to have you here. So today we are going to talk about a couple of different things. One, some of the energetic themes that are coming up lately. And two, this whole reason why people are leaving the workforce. What is one of the major overall themes for that? We're also going to cover when you're in a group energy healing space and you begin to, as a participant, and you begin to feel other people's energies, maybe in a not so good way, right? Because we shed and release. And this would is really the same as going to a gym <laughs> because in at gyms we release. I have to really care for my energy before and after I go to the gym. And I love to go to the gym now. I don't even know who I am anymore, but I love weightlifting. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. So I really have to keep my energy in a strong container. And I'm not there for very long either. It's usually an hour at the absolute max. It's all my energy can take. And then I got to come home and do something very feminine (laughs) to help balance. And then the last piece is we're going to go over. I had someone write a question in, Jennifer, I want to have a stronger connection with my spirit team and be able to read the energy. Okay, so that is what our podcast episode is about today. At the same time, Spirit's letting me know that the container for this session is very, it's almost like a bright light cave, but you know how sometimes in caves we can feel a little bit suffocated? It's like it breathes, if that makes sense. And getting to the theme of the energies right now, they are very, the energies that are here and now are very like, especially because we've got this eclipse portal energy. It's very like boom, boom, boom. These energies are coming in so massively and truths are being revealed everywhere, everywhere. We are essentially heading into the golden age long-term. I hope we all reincarnate and get to enjoy some of that. (laughs) The the fruits of our labor from this lifetime. (laughs) I don't know if we will or not. Spirit's not really saying anything. Oh, hello? Hello? (laughs) Wow, that got quiet real fast. I wonder if I hit a nerve. They don't have nerves. Hang on, let me ask them why they're being so quiet about that. Okay, first I'm asking them. Oh, hmm. Oh, man. Okay, get ready to wrap your head around this one. The golden age already exists. (laughs) They said some of us have already experienced it, which is why we're here to because we understand those energies and we know what we're transforming to and that's how we bridge people bridge ourselves bridge loved ones bridge communities from old into new so and and they say just be present and enjoy the now present and enjoy the now (laughs) that does bring true happiness and joy just feeling into your presence oh my gosh that just made me think of another podcast topic anyway So the other energy that was coming through that Spirit was talking about for me to bring up in this episode is what has been nagging you lately? What has, they just corrected me, not lately, 
like this whole year? What's been nagging you? Because the things that nag you are the things that your soul is sort of like, okay, wake up. This is what we're here to experience, achieve, live out what's been nagging you. This is also part of these truth energies that keep, you know, it's like, I feel, I swear no stone is being left unturned. And it's just crazy how things are popping up left and right around this truth aspect. I was working the other day on Emily Marie stuff and I just got this intuitive nudge to go do something. And I, un I uncovered this other mini untruth, this lie essentially from someone. It was just so weird. I was like, what? and then the lie was so small. So I was like, okay, but my intuition was giving me this nudge for a reason. And when I tapped into my inner light and asked, what do I need to know for the highest good of all involved? It was like, this is information for you. Let things unfold you know, but make decisions from that place, right? So because who people are in one aspect of their life is who people are in many aspects of their life. However, we all make mistakes. Ain't nobody perfect. So yes, what thinking about what has really been bothering you lately. Gosh, I keep saying lately and they just keep correcting me this last year. So what are things you've wanted to accomplish, but you haven't? They don't like the word accomplish. What are things you've been wanting to experience, but you haven't? And how do you reframe your mind about the way you go about experiencing them? So if something like better health is what you're desiring, but in your mind, you're like, I usually, I have to, that means I have to go to a diet plan. I got to start doing P90X or I got to get back into yoga or whatever, instead of thinking that's my how, what's a different way you can bring more health into your life that would feel really good for you? One of the other themes that's been coming up is actually outsourcing prepared food for ourselves because it takes a lot of time. And this doesn't mean like ordering Grubhub every day. It's more like can we purchase healthy prepared meals from someone or somewhere in your local community to help give you more space and time? They're bringing this thing up, which they've never brought up to me before or in a client session that I remember, because if you've had a session with me, you know, I apologize. I do not always remember our sessions because <laughs> the information's not from me because I'm holding space, which by the way, next year I'm going to do a live multi-part course on holding space. That's going to happen earlier in the year. I'm excited about it. So, but what they're saying is we feel like we have this obligation to ourselves and to family to prepare food at home. And of course, you know, I feel that way about myself, right? I'm like, oh, I should be preparing this, preparing this food for myself at home. And they say, they're like, no, no. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to. We can take breaks. Some, sometimes there's seasons for cooking and there's seasons for not, and that's okay too. So if you can make some shifts in your life to seek that out and receive that support, what a beautiful thing. And you're actually supporting someone else. So cool. So cool. So getting back to what has been nagging you for the last year, <laughs> not recently. See, I learned. Old dog, new tricks. Okay. The other thing that has been coming up 
I'm sure many of us have heard about this quiet quitting and how people are switching out of corporate into other jobs, other careers. Basically, people are wanting, we're so burnt out in this Western culture. It isn't just about the burnout. What's happening is you, we are not feeling fulfilled. We're not feeling excited about life. We are not allowed to utilize this energy that's within us in the day to day. Because when we, oftentimes when we go to our day jobs, we're told what to do. So we just check boxes. We don't use our intuition as much. You can use your intuition at work, by the way. You should see what happens. (laughs) And oftentimes we have to manage up and we have to have relationships with people who we wouldn't normally have in our lives. Or unfortunately, if you work in certain industries, there are different behaviors that are very commonplace that are extremely toxic. As someone who came from the technology field, happy hours, dinners with expensive bottle of wines were the norm all the time. I mean, multiple a week, lunches, looking back, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's just crazy. And obviously that's not healthy. It might sound... I don't even know if it sounds appealing, but it's not. (laughs) So, but the quiet quitting, the other piece is you're not able to be your true creative self when you're in a job that is not, they're kind of correcting me here. So they're saying we can find ways to be creative. And also I do want to note, sometimes corporate jobs are very, very well suited for people. Everybody's different. But part of the reason the quiet quitting is happening is because people are not feeling purposeful and they're not feeling fulfilled. And that just doesn't work in our life anymore, right? I mean, what's the point of life if we can't enjoy it most of the time? So that's also not to say that being in corporate does not mean you are not spiritual. For example, I had someone the other day who I haven't known for very long at all and kind of knows what I do, but we hadn't really gone into that yet, say, you know, you're not that spiritual. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I said, what makes you think that? And, you know, they made some other comment and I said, oh, I was like, you know, that's really funny. And I know why they thought that, because if you look at me, I don't wear like the headdress and roll in the dirt and sing kumbaya every day out loud in front of people anyway but you know how we have this sort of idea of what true spirituality is it's that famous example of oh a monk on a mountain is so spiritual that is our ego (laughs) and we get to be as spiritual as we want to be at all times you are a spiritual being you are a spirit that is fully activated here on earth. So whether you are working in a corporate job or you're being a parent or you're meditating or you're taking an energy class or you're doing your own energy work, you're being spiritual. There's no right or wrong. And what we're doing as a whole, oh my gosh, the guys just said as a species, we are starting to integrate more of that into our day-to-day lives including all those places that we just mentioned. Even schools 
So how can we use our intuition at things like volunteer days, parent-teacher conferences, things like that? You are always spiritual. And I do have the alignment container out, coming out. And this is a, I'm really excited for this container. It is three months, up to five months, depending on how much you want to participate. And it is for you, one, if you are looking for your purpose, I will, along with your spirit team, help guide you in that journey. I have been there myself. What is my purpose? I took acting classes, comedy classes. I did so much during that time. What is my purpose? It actually felt really good to sort of check these boxes of all these things I wanted to try and realize, oh, I don't really like that anymore. Anyway, and part of that too is we're going to help you develop your intuition your own energetic skill set, what those are, how it's unique to you, and how you get to bring it forward in life. And we're going to help you meditate on a regular basis and do your own energy work for yourself. Doesn't that just sound yummy? The other thing, the other part of this package is if you are switching careers or going to start being creative, working for yourself on the side or full-time, it's also for current business owners. So if you're there, <laughs> the other aspect, one of my energetic skill sets is actually helping people in business. And let me tell you, part of my spirit team connects with another part of spirit that gives people the coolest ideas about their careers, about their businesses, things that I would never think of. And they are so specific. I have all kinds of different clients with different types of businesses right now. And one of the gals goes, I can't believe how specific they're being. I said, me either. <laughs> so it was pretty, it's pretty cool. And they, you know, they suggest things all the time that I, that don't make sense for my business and that I would never do. And I just, I love the specificity for it. And so we will help you break through plateaus. Some businesses are really successful and then we just need to find time, make time for more time for our loved ones, time for ourselves, personal time, free time, play time, time where we don't have anything planned. What a luxury that is, right? So, <clears throat> excuse me, those are the two packages it's one package. There's two different types. It's all the same though. You're either on your way to finding your purpose or you're in your purpose and you just feel plateaued or you're just kind of ready to take it to your version of the next level. So I'm really excited. I've already been doing this work and I just, I'm so excited to make it a formal thing. So it is either two or four sessions a month and then Voxer support, which is a voice app where you get support from me Tuesdays and Thursdays. But really what I do during Voxer's support is I hold space for your spirit team to come through. So you actually receive energy activations on those days. If you've reached out to me and asked me a question or just want to pop in and say hi, I give you guided messages back from your spirit team and spirit guides and also hold the clearing, grounding, activations, whatever it is they decide. Your higher self decides you need that day. And then it also provides a lot of validation, right? Because half of us building our confidence and our intuition is that validation from someone else. 
So if you're ready to amplify and take that next leap forward in your life, then this might be the one for you. And if you're not sure if either of these packages work for you or not, just email me, connect at emilymarie.com and let me know your questions. It's all good. Okay, getting back to one of our primary topics of the day. When you're in a group energy clearing space and you feel other people's energies, what do you do? What do you do? So people, a lot of people are learning on how to hold energy containers. And it's really important because when people do emotional clearing, it goes somewhere, right? And if it's not in a container that's dissolving it into the ethers or being transmuted by source energy or cleared, where does it go? It kind of floats around. That's why my comment on the gym space earlier is, you know, gyms are a big place where people release, just to name a few. And then also when we go to healing centers or sound bowl centers, or I went to a meditation space when I was in Arizona a couple of years ago, and I had my personal container on lockdown, and I'm going to show you how to do that. So anytime, anytime you go into an energy session of any kind, now I'm like, wait a minute, I do this for all, I do this for my dentist appointments, I do this for everything. So first things first, I connect to my inner light. So you would connect to your inner light and you would start by saying, is going to this event for my highest good? And see if you get a yes, no, or maybe. And if you get a maybe, start asking more questions. Should you wait, go to the next day? Should you sign up on Tuesday? Who knows? Maybe your gut's like, sign up on Tuesday and you're like, why? And all of a sudden they have a flash sale or a coupon. You know, it's not always doom and gloom (laughs) when they tell us to wait. It could be a positive. It's usually positive. So do that. And then when you are, think so say you get a yes and you go to this container or this healing space, virtually, in person, doesn't matter. Before you actually start, before you join, connect to your light and set the intention. I set the intention, I only receive that which is for my highest good. Ask your inner light to run energy for you, to clear and ground. And then the next thing I do is from my light, I say I set the intention to receive divine protection energy for the entire duration of XYZ event for the highest good of all of all. And there you have it. Now your energy is protected and anything that's running around willy-nilly will not be able to slap on to you. Kind of sounds crass when I say it that way, but it's pretty much facts. So when you, let's say you go into a space and for whatever reason, sometimes we forget to do these things. Sometimes we're so, what's the word? It's like sometimes we think we did it, but then maybe we were in a rush And so we didn't actually like truly connect with our light and do these things and like pause for a moment. Even if you're, you know, getting ready in the bathroom, you can do it while you're getting ready. Just be very centered and purposeful in it. And so if something happens and you still accidentally get smacked, what you want to do is connect to your inner light and say, I set the intention. I clear 
all energy that is not mine for my highest good immediately. And so it is. What a good practice for us to do just right now. I set the intention for divine clearing energy to remove all energy that's not for my highest good in my field. Set the intention for grounding. Clearing energy is one of those ones that will kind of build your energetic muscle faster because it's denser energies. Isn't that funny? I think it's funny. Okay. Now the other things you can do is always, always nature, salt baths, and the guides are saying good rest and hydration also helps support your physical body. Get rid of that along with the energy work. The other thing you can do is you can say, I claim, I claim all energy that's mine for my highest good. They're having me put my hand on my chest right now. I'm a heart. My energy is mine and for me alone. What did you notice as we just practiced that? It's kind of a cool feeling. Okay. And our final question from Jennifer on Spotify. I want to have a stronger connection with my spirit team and be able to read energy. And then she put a purple heart. I see you. I see you. So your spirit team wants to have a stronger connection with you too. Now, if you don't, if you, in, for the rest of your life, say, oh, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just going to eat bonbons and not connect with my spirit team the rest of my life. That's fine too. Their feelings will not be hurt. Now, when you do want to consciously connect with them more, they get excited. We're happy to help. We have, so, we have endless things to show you endless things to help you out with. So the way you can have a stronger connection with your spirit team is first up from your inner light, say, I set the intention. I develop a stronger connection with my spirit team in an easeful and loving way. Let's emphasize that (laughs) in an easeful and loving way. My, connect, my strong connection with my spirit team came after a narcissistic healer relationship. <laughs> so y'all found me and I'm easeful and loving in how I share this with you. So you don't have to go through what I did. All right, that's number one. Number two is sitting with your inner light and meditating, being in stillness, saying hello to them asking them to run energy for you. They're giving this example, ask to run purple energy just down your left arm. Ask to run a light blue energy around your left thigh, yellow energy around your right foot. Ask them to help balance your root chakra. Ask them to present to you a new symbol in the next week in the perfect way. Ask that you have the clarity to recognize that symbol. Even when it comes through so simple, you're like, it can't just be that. (laughs) These are all options. So the way you feel a stronger connection with your spirit team is by taking the time to engage with them. So 
Every single time I connect to my spirit team, I start by connecting to my inner light first. I set the intention I only connect to my spirit team for the highest good of all involved. And then any one of those practices or whatever else comes to you is going to be absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. So there is a lot you can do to feel more connected with them, including you can ask them to show you some love or feel love. <laughs> One client this week, she well, she's remaining anonymous. She will not care if I share this. She will ask them to boop her on the nose when she's like busy cooking or something. And then her nose starts to tingle. I mean, how cute is that? I wrote in my newsletter one time how I asked my spirit team to give me the feeling or the sensation of rubbing my back as I was falling asleep. Because you know how it's just so calming and soothing and loving when someone runs your, rubs your back? I asked for that energy and I also made it really clear. I said, I don't want to actually feel anything, <laughs> like feel any hands, I mean. <laughs> because they can come through in that way. I had another friend, she couldn't find her brake pedal in time and she, it was really, really scary. She was about to collide with a car and she goes, it was like, I just felt this foot just go through me and just slam on the brake. Oh, it gives me so many chills. So they can do that because that was not a part of her life path or her, one of her life's purposes, right? was to have that collision. Not to say that every collision is purposeful, right? Like I've said, the free will is one of the most challenging things as a human, sad things as a human for me to wrap my head and heart around. But that is a way for them to come through is actually in the physical form like that. It's wild. It is so wild. So stronger connection with your spirit teams. Spirit team means dedicating time to it. It means setting aside five to 15 minutes in your day or in your week. You will notice huge, huge changes. I want to say right away really quickly. It's going to be subtle, <laughs> but all of a sudden you're like, oh, I see it now. The more you do it, what happens is the more you practice this, it's like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I get it now. I see the difference between my human reality and my energy. And then you start to bring the two together. And that is incredible. Incredible. The other thing Jennifer asked is about reading energy. So I would say, what do you mean? <laughs> How do you want to read energy? I will give you a good starting point. This is actually spirit suggestion. So when you are in that space and you're asking your spirit team to run energy for you, or maybe like, hey, help me feel a positive healing energy in my right knee, or help me feel a positive healing energy in my left eye. They say, start with yourself. Start with yourself. You can do mini sessions on yourself or you can ask for volunteers and just start by connecting. Always connect with your light first. Even when I'm holding space for a client or a group of people, I always connect with my light first. Let source give me energy. 
And then every single element of healing work I do is filtered up through source. And then source activates it for the individual via their spirit team and spirit guides and a few other things. And that means that I as a human can't screw it up. I can't screw with them. You know, if I were to try to do these things on my own, I would not know what I was doing. (laughs) That's why being in integrity with your light is so incredible and so powerful and so life-giving and impactful. And it really helps you dissolve the ego layer by layer, step by step. So reading energy, Jennifer, let me know a little bit more about what you mean by that. But a really good start is by reading your own energy. And yeah, and then you will have, each of you will have your own symbolism and meaning and interpretations of different things. So each of us could see something that maybe looks like a red ball, but each of us, our energies could have a different definition of what that's supposed to mean, if that makes sense. So the more you practice on yourself, (laughs) the guides are like, the better it'll be, the better it will be. Because that's the other thing. If you, we use this example, the guides gave me this example on the retreat, but like, let's say you are a 10 ounce glass. You're a glass that max can hold 10 ounces. But let's say your glass is full of water with, with only four ounces of water, right? That's like our physical body's the glass and then our energy level's the water and you're at a four. What you are actually going to be able to hold space for anyone else is only going to be a four max. So when your energy is full and balanced and complete and you've done work like you're running energy for yourself, you're grounding, you're doing things in your life that are cup filling, then you go up to a six, a seven, or an eight. And then you can hold space and support people at a six, a seven, or an eight. It's kind of wild. But that's also why, you know, they say like attracts like or water seeks its own level, or we know energies of vibrations. And when you put out something negative, you get back something negative. But when you put out positive, you get back positive. (laughs) Same for holding space and reading energy. So the more integrity we have is around like, why do we want to read? And reading energy is, is good, right? It's something actually every human can do and is natural at. So I look forward to hearing from you if there's a little bit more detail around that because I, I would bet you already are. And so it's more like how do we uncover how you're already perceiving energy and then how do we develop that in you? That might be kind of fun to do a few one-on-one live sessions on the podcast. I might set that up, see if I have any volunteers. I'll just have to be really clear with the guides. We can't. I was like, no deep healing in these sessions. Let's keep it light and fruity. (laughs) Just intuition and energy development fun stuff. We don't need to go into really any intense deep inner work on those ones. That would be too much. Nobody wants to air their dirty laundry in a podcast. Don't worry. I got your back. (laughs) Okay. So the last thing is I am offering... So when I was 
holding space for this in-person retreat we just had, I also could feel that I'd be holding space for this virtual container in January. So in January, I'm going to be holding a virtual reset and renew retreat. It's going to be two hours every Saturday starting on the 7th. And we are going to be going through developing your own intuition, your own energy skill sets, and all of these all of these modules that are going to be live with me, by the way, and you'll get a replay if you can't attend one of them. You're going to receive energy healing and activations in every single session. Even if you're not there, your soul, your higher self is participating. It's this crazy thing that happens. And we're going to go through the process of honoring and letting go of the past, aligning with our current and present and highest and best. And then from that alignment, how do you continue to develop your intuition and your energy skill set and use that to help truly bring forward a life that feels more aligned, feels more purposeful. And it's a really cool time to do it. January, new year, new year. All right. So let's see here. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. If you're new to the podcast, I hold space for energy, healing, clearing ground. I can't really do clearing. Yeah, no, depends. In this podcast for the highest good of all involved. It doesn't matter if, when you listen to it, this podcast will find you at the right time. And they're doing throat activations today. They're not actually doing throat clearings, but throat activations, throat chakra activations for us. And they're saying, they're bringing forward what humans would consider ancient wisdom. And let's see, what else does this look like? If anyone has any questions about what an activation is, what it means to hold space, connect at emilymarie.com. I will either get back to you or put it on the podcast and just let me know if I can use your first name or not. So, okay. Yeah, they're still going with this throat chakra activation. I'm still holding space for it and it's still going through. The last thing that they are bringing up, again, funny, this wasn't in my show notes and I just, and I forgot to write it down, but they're reminding me, how else are we needing to take care of our physical bodies? They say it's going to become pertinent. It's going to become something we can't not do anymore. We can't not do. We can't ignore. We can't not care for our physical bodies. They say the ramifications are going to start to, oh gosh, it's like they're showing me like an accordion. And it's in part what's going to make people really unhappy if they don't start listening to this part of themselves and caring for this part of themselves. And that's because in order for your, let's see here, I want to hang on. I'm just double checking before I repeat this. There's a correlation between physical health and vibration. Now I'm putting an asterisk by that because they are giving me examples where it's not necessarily the case. It's pretty darn close though. Let's say 98% of the time, asterisk. Now that doesn't mean you're operating at a low vibration if you're not in aligned health. They're saying, yeah, God. They're just like, it's common sense. 
Yes, it is. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So just continue to, and they say, we will celebrate the small shifts with you. We will celebrate the small shifts with you. So just continue to make small shifts in your day, taking care of your physical body. The throat activation is now complete. They said we gave you a little extra as we all so well deserve. And thank you all for being here today and bringing more of your light into this world. You are truly amazing. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review and make sure you've signed up for the newsletter for special insights, offerings, and announcements that are just for you.